open eyes that we may see to follow the Johnson Moore here, and how is everyone doing today? I, I pray that the Lord has blessed you with another day, that you are here in the land of the living. Today on Daily Devotional, we are going to be talking about Judges 6, 1 through 40. Judges 6, 1 through 40. And it talks about the Midianites oppress Israel and the Lord appears to Gideon. 
Midianites oppress Israel and the Lord appears to Gideon. So get your Bibles, tablets, cell phones, however you read the word. And come on and let's deep dive into this together. And let's learn something new today from the word of the Lord. So, you know, get your coffee, your tea, you know, your bacon, eggs, sausage, Uh, You may be having dinner, you may be having lunch, wherever you are in the world where you're listening from. So, I want you to come on and join me in the reading of God's Word today on Daily Devotion. Come on now, let's do this. Judges chapter 6, 1 through 40. Midianites oppress Israel, and the Lord appears to Gideon. And it reads, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them the dens, which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them, and they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth till thou came unto Gaza and left no substance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor as for they came up with their cattle and their tents and they came as grasshoppers for multitude for both they and their camels were without number and they entered into the land to destroy it and Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thou sayest the Lord, Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppress you and drave 
them out from before you and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. And there came an angel of the Lord, and sat under the oak, which was in Oprah, that pertained unto Joas, the Abizarite, and his son Gideon, there shed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the ch- did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us. And delivered us into the hand of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee. And thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee. And bring forth my present, and set it before thee. And he said, I will tarry until thou come again. And Gideon went in and made a ready kid and unleavened cakes of an ephah, a flour. The flesh he put in a basket, and he put the broth in a pot, and brought it out unto him under the oak, and presented it 
And the angel of God said unto him, Take the flesh and the unleavened cakes, and lay them upon this rock, and pour out the broth. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand, and touched the flesh and the unleavened cakes. And there rose up fire out of the rock, and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. And when Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God! For because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face, and the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord, and called it Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah Shalom, unto this day, it is yet in Oprah, of the Abyssalites. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw down and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father have, and cut down the grove that is by it, and build an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the top of this rock in the ordered place. And take the second bullock and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the grove which thou shalt cut down. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had said unto him. And so it was because he feared his father's household and the men of the city that he could not do it by day, that he did it by night. And when the men of the city arose early in the morning, behold, the altar of Baal was cast down, and the grove was cut down that was by it, and the second bullock was offered upon the altar that was built. And they said, one to another, who have done this thing? And when they inquired and asked, they asked Gideon, the son of Joas, uh, have done this thing. Then the men of the city said unto Joash, bring out thy son that he may die because he have cast down the altar of Baal, and because he have cut down 
the grove that was by it. And Joash said unto all that stood against him, Will ye plead for Baal? Will ye save him? He he that will plead for him, let him be put to death, whilst it is yet morning. If he be a god, let him plead for himself, because one hath cast down his altar. Therefore, on that day he called him Jerubbaal. Therefore, that day he called him Jerubbaal, saying, Let Baal plead against him because he hath thrown down his altar. Then all of the Midianites and the Amalekites and the children of the east were gathered together and went over and pitched in the valley of Zeriel. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and he blew a trumpet. And Abinazir was gathering after him. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, who also was gathered after him. And he sent messengers unto Asher, and unto Zebulun, and unto Nephetnet, Nephtali, Nephtali, and they came up to meet them. And Gideon said unto God, If thou wilt save Israel by mine hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the floor, and if thee do be of the fleece only, and if the dew be on the fleece only, and it be dry upon all the earth beside, then shall I know that thou wilt save Israel by mine hand, as thou hast said. And it was, was so. For he arose up early on the morrow, and thrust the fleece together and wringed the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. And Gideon said unto God, Let not thine anger be hot against me, and I will speak but this once. Let me prove, I pray thee, But this once with the fleece, let it now be dry only upon the fleece, and upon all the ground let there be dew. And God did so that night, for it was dry upon the fleece only, and there was dew on all the ground. I have just read Judges 6, 1 through 40. And 
Oh, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your words of encouragement and your words of grace and substance and knowledge. Lord, we thank you for what you show us each and every day of how we should follow follow you. How we how we should counsel you before we do stuff just to be doing it. How we should uh you know how we should talk to you first about everything that we do and ask for permission. You know, ask for permission to do something before we just go off and do it. Lord, I thank you. Lord, we 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 thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that you have given us this day our daily bread. Lord, you we we thank you that you have allowed us to see this day, that you have allowed us to have this moment with you one more again. As my grandma would say, Lord, we thank you that um, we are safe in your arms. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. May you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. time to talk about this chapter here. Judges. Judges, judges, judges. Judges 6, 1 through 40. And as we can see that the children of Israel went right back to their old habits of disobeying God. And and in their disobedience, it says that the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of of Midian seven years. So, and the Midianites conquered them, and and other other uh, other um, other people in the region as well came to conquer them in this time. And it is so important, you know. It reminds me of. It reminds me of. If it ain't one thing, it's another. In that saying, saying it's a, it's one thing, it's another. Now we just had forty years of freedom. Now we have uh, done it again, you know. And it's like it. It's this thing of. 
the children of Israel seem to be hard-headed as a bowl of rocks. You know, have y'all? I don't know if y'all ever heard that term, but it means that it's like talking to rocks. Rocks can't hear you. Rocks can't talk. Rocks got rocks. Dumb as a bowl of rocks. Okay, it's a bowl of rocks. Rocks in a bowl that you know have no concept of what's going on. They have no brain function. They have no. And it's like okay, uh, duh. So um, <laughs> and. And it, and it, you know, and the Midianites take the, take them over. Okay. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them the dens, which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up. And the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. So not just only the Midianite, Midian took them over seven years, but the Amalekites came against them too, and the children of, and the children of the east came up against them. So that wasn't just one. That wasn't just one takeover. That was three. Three different groups of people came out against the children of Israel. And they encamped against them and destroyed destroyed the increase of the earth. Okay, what that means, when they came up, they, they destroyed the land from being um, um, fertilized and restored and... Uh, you had no grazing areas for your animals. Um, the ground was trodden upon, which means that nothing can grow there because it's constantly being walked on, and whatever is growing there has been trampled upon and crushed. And there's no room to make gardens, get a field, a uh, field for your for your plants and. And and your your garden or whatever you 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 plant you have you don't have the nur the, the ground can't nourish because it's been trampled on and nothing can grow there. Says okay, till thou came unto Gaza and left no substance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass, so your animals can't even feed. Your animals can't graze, they can't eat, they can't do anything. So basically, it, it, the way they were cut off was a very important, very important way of them living their lives in that time. And when the Midianites, the Amalekites, and the children of the East came... They literally destroyed the way the Israelites were living. Because in those days, they depended on the the substance of the ground. What was grown in the ground. They depended on it. They depended on grass for the animals to eat. They depended on uh, the, the ground to 
to yield fruit, to yield uh, fields of wheat or maybe barley or, um, you know, vegetables, things of that nature. And it was very important for that for the children of Israel. But they could not do that. For they came up with their cattle and their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for multitude. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. And that's exactly what they did. Then the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up out of out, I brought you up from Egypt, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the, of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all that oppress you, and drave them out from before you, and gave you their land. Okay, if you remember, you go back a couple. Uh, you know, you go back a couple, uh, you go back in the last chapter. The last chapter is Joshua. And Joshua, when they were with Joshua, they had to go in and take over this land. And they had to go and destroy all the people that were in it in order to possess it. And they got their assignments, but some of them didn't do what the Lord asked them to do. So now it's coming back to bite them in the butt of not destroying the people he gave them. He gave each group a different partial of land and different sections of this place of the promised land, which it is called. But in the promised land was other inhabitants, other nationalities that lived in this land and they had to overtake them in order to possess the land. And some of them, some of them did not do what the Lord asked them to do. They started taking on, taking them on as wives, letting their children marry their, their sons, their girls marry the sons, and the sons marry the daughters, and enter, uh, and have, uh, enter co-mingle, co-mingle. And God did not say, go in here and co-mingle with the people. So now it's coming back to bite them in the butt. Okay, and, and, it says, and I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites, in, though, in whose land ye dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. You didn't do what I told you to do. You didn't do what I asked you to do. And has there ever been an experience in your life? Well... It's like you conquered it, you, you conquer a situation in your life, right? And in the process of you conquering that situation, you think you've gotten rid of all the skeletons in the closet. And and you realize later on down the road, here come the same stuff at you that you thought you got rid of. But you hadn't completely vanquished it from your life. And when you do not completely get rid of something, it has an ugly way of showing its head. Oh my goodness. Like drug, I'm gonna say drug addiction. Hey, you might go to rehab, you might go to, to AA, 
N.A. You might go to all the meetings. You might get you a sponsor. You might, um, you know, um, you... You you change you change your people places and things, but you know there's always this mindset of something sitting in the back of your mind say I want to get high. I want to get high when that stuff gets stressed out. I want to get high when things ain't going my way. I want to get high when um something does not happen fast enough for you or something irritates you or or something that that. You know, you have to learn in when you're in recovery for uh, drug addiction and you're going on this path of sobriety. You have to learn how to control your emotions and handle things in a manner that isn't destructive to you or destructive for you. And this is what the children of Israel have failed to do. They have failed to take control of that which was controlling them. And that the Lord specifically gave them instructions to destroy all the people, all that was in the land when they was with Joshua. But instead, they co-mingled and hung out with the people and started having families with them and started doing things that God didn't tell them to do. That's the part about the old disobedience. That's the disobedience part. And like this, like, you know, and I, I compare that to, I compare this situation to drug addiction because it's always something there that we know we should do in order not to get high, in order not to, um, in order not to, you know, to, to fall short of the goal of staying sober or, or drug free. And... You know, um, and it also calls for discernment. There's another part about discernment. You have to understand that you can't hang out with the same people you used to hang out with. And God is telling the children of Israel, you can't hang out with Amorites. I told you to destroy them. Why are you trying? Now you want to hang out with them, have children with them, co-mingle them. I told you, you had to kill these people. So now, because of your disobedience, now I'm going to have to turn around and punish you. Punishment. And the punishment is enslavement by the people that you were co-mingling with. Or the people that are, are, are in this region that I told you to kill the people and get rid of them so you can have your land. And they just are not listening. So then God has come to the knowledge of he's going to send another person to deliver the children of Israel. And he sends Gideon. He has picked Gideon. A man named of Gideon. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in Oprah that pertained unto Joash, Joash the Abyssalite, and his son Gideon thrashing wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. See, and 
the Midianites come in and they just took all over, took took everything from them. Where they couldn't have food for themselves, they couldn't have water for themselves, they couldn't they couldn't have the gardens and things that they had, you know that that God had blessed them with, and God t- took everything from them. God's taking everything is taking everything from the Israelites that He has blessed them with because of their disobedience. So, Gideon sits. And God sends an angel his way, and the angel gives Gideon instructions, and Gideon asks for Gideon has a conversation with the angel, and he says he want to make sure this is happening for real. So he asks, you know, the angel comes, shows him that it is real. He is real. He is there in the midst of his presence and Gideon's presence. And Gideon goes and does what God asked him about the the um, the statue or or remnant or um, the 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 people are worshiping worshiping false god Baal. And the angel of the Lord tells Gideon he has to destroy this statue, this 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 word they worshiping Baal, false god. He has to destroy that, and he has to destroy the field that is beside this this statue. You know, and he does what he he does what he's supposed to do. He follows the instruction to a T. And isn't it funny? For the last the last, isn't it kind of it's it's not. I say isn't it funny? I'll say isn't it just like God? To send you someone that's a nobody that can save your soul. You know, that can save your soul. You know, that can save you from what you're committing to sin with. That you're, you're delivering you from your disobedience. And Gideon is sent out and is told to... Uh, you know, go and he confesses that he confesses that he he's the one that has destroyed this this god, this idol god Baal statue, and has taken the field and used that to build the other altar for the sacrifice he was he was asked to do. And Gideon goes in and conquers. The people that are oppressing the Israelites. He, he's made a calling out to other, 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 other neighbors, other p, other groups that are with them. Uh, and he goes and he takes all of them into battle, and he conquers the Midianites and all those that oppress the children of Israel. And that's like. I'm going to say it. That's like when you get in trouble. And you can't call mom or dad because the trouble is kind of too deep to get out of. So we start calling on God. That's how we do. We call on God when we get in trouble. And not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I, don't get me wrong. That's the perfect person to call for when you're in trouble. Okay? Call on God. 
call on him to deliver you from the the evil place you may be in, whether it's your mindset, your body, or your soul, you know. And be mindful about what you do. Because if you don't think God is looking at you, he's paying attention to everything that you say. Everything. He knows you. He knows what you're going to do, what you're going to say, even before you know what you're going to say and do. So it's about being mindful. And, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to I'm, say this. I had to learn that I had to use my discernment when it came to picking people to involve myself with. I had to use discernment in order to pick the people I had to co-mingle with or I wanted to be involved with. I had to see what their I had to see what their actions were. I had to see what their actions were. I had to see what their actions were. How they act how they interacted with others. Um what did they did they were did their sanctified selves meet the the requirements of being a true Christian. Cause a whole lot of people out here put on these falsehoods and say they Christian and all that and then they be at home doing all kind of stuff. And you know when you when you don't see them, and you you know and God has a way of revealing stuff to you that you you didn't think that person was doing, but if you pay close attention enough, God can show you what's up with the people. So be careful of who you co-mingle with today. Be careful, you know. Pay attention. Open your eyes. Take off them carnal, take off them rosy colored shades and see people for who they truly are in this day and time. Because everybody's saying they who they supposed to be are if you are. They saying they're entrepreneurs, they run a business, they do this, they do that, and they not doing none of that. They say they Christians, they saved by the Holy Ghost, and, and some of them are scammers because they use God as the cover to scam the people. I'm just saying. Be careful, all right? You know, just just be careful, okay? Because, you know, and I said, be careful who you co-mingle with. Because I'm finding out more and more and more that it's like, it's a thing of really, I didn't know they were like that. I didn't know they were con artists. Because it comes to sometimes bite you in the butt. Because you have trusted that person by what they have said and you have not seen their actions. You know, we are so quick to accept people for what they say instead of looking at what they do. And, you know, and I decided a long time ago that I wanted to be, I, I wanted... I I wanted to have a closer relationship with God than with people. 
because I know God will not let me down or what is going on, what's going on. He's not going to lead me. He's not going to run a scam on me. God not going to con on me. God not going to bamboozle me, steal my money, lie to me to get it, lie, cheat, and steal. Uh, I know God is not doing, God is not a man that he should lie. And I have to ask, and this is so right. Gideon is so right. He asked it, asked God for permission to do something before he does it. That's another thing that we have to learn how to do. Ask permission before we go assuming that we can do this. We have to go before God, plead our case, and wait on an answer. Wait on an answer for God to tell you about something before you do it. Wait. Wait on it. Wait on it because it'll save you so much trouble. It'll save you so much heartache and pain. All right, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to your daily devotional for today. And I pray to talk to you tomorrow morning. Okay? I love you and you have a blessed day. Bye, babies. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of.
Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here. I am your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. I would like to say thank you. Thank you for all that listen to my podcast. Thank you so much for taking out your time and your day to listen to little old me. And I hope I encourage you today. I hope I get I hope I blessed you with words of wisdom. And I hope that God leads and guides you in the way that he wants you to go. Uh, I want to say um, that um, I am the executive producer of Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast. And this segment is entitled Daily Devotional. And I want to say that um, I do the graphics. I do the sound, the audio. I do the coordinating of how the program is placed together. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's all done by me. And I wanted to say I thank you for allowing me this time to spend with you and share what the Lord has gifted me with when it concerns this gift of creating, creating a podcast. Hey, I want to say have a blessed day. And I will see you tomorrow morning for Daily Devotional. All right, babies, y'all have a blessed day.